Hello. Hello. This is your first podcast, right? Yeah. How does that feel? Feels feels good sitting in the kitchen talking into a microphone. Okay, someone's here. <laughs> One second. Okay, we're back. Yes. So like you were saying, this is your first podcast. Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered yourself, uh, you know, a radio personality? Or no. You've never thought about doing any broadcasting of any sort? Not really. I know you've always liked YouTube. Yeah. You, you know, that's a form of a broadcaster, kind of. It's not traditional media, but it's like, it's a form of it. Well, it's kind of different on YouTube because you're kind of putting on a performance. And you're doing that here, too, but... Not as much. I think that's why a lot of the YouTubers from back in the day prefer to do podcasts now. Because they don't have to put it on as much. Mm. Like Logan Paul says he could do the podcast forever, but his vlog, he got burnt out. Wow. Because that wasn't him. Apparently, he doesn't in his normal free time film dead bodies in Japan. You don't have to get as crazy as Logan Paul did, though. As a daily vlog... Well, there's Casey Neistat. He didn't get crazy. No, but that's probably the real him. Like, what Casey's content is, is just Casey, probably. Right, and he's he was older, too. Yeah. I think when you're in your late 30s, you kind of have a more of a grasp of who you are as a person mm-hmm. than someone who's, you know, in their, what, early 20s? You know, swoozy? Listen to who? Swoozy. Swoozy. Who's Swoozy? He's like that black guy who does like animation and he's bald. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 41. I've seen, he's f- no way. Yeah, yeah. He's 41. He's 41? He's 41. That's insane. Yep. I'm flabbergasted. What are some other older YouTubers? Um... Well, Shane Dawson is like uh He's he's up there. Well, he's not. He's like 33 probably. 34. No, he's older than 33. Uh, 35 at most. I don't know. Let me look this up. Because in 2017, he wasn't 30, I don't think. He's like the same age as Trisha. 34. 34. Okay, 34. Was that when his apology came out? Like last 27. Year? No. Well, yeah. His apology came out in 2020, I think. 2020. Yeah. Maybe 2021, but I'm pretty sure 2020. What is it about YouTubers or like Shane Dawson that you was you liked so much? What is it about YouTubers that I like or him specifically? Either or. Well, I mean... YouTubers, I guess it's just another form of entertainment. So there's a lot of different people on there. So there's a lot of different things to like. Right. For Shane, I liked that his... I liked his food videos because he was funny. And then I liked his paranormal stuff because the subject matter was interesting. And he had a good storytelling way about it. Right. So you didn't... I should have just edited that out. But we had to stop. That's work. Yeah, it is work. 
I'm still going to have to edit this. I don't know. So, so are you going to post this? I don't have to. Where would you post it? Because isn't your podcast literally called, like, D Show? No, my sh- it'd be mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. Do you want me to cut this out, too? The discussion <laughs> about... You can. I'm n- I do very minimal editing. Do what you got to do. It's fine. I remember one time we did one, and they were like, you know, you left that conversation in about when to end it. And, like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> my my podcast is dead. Like, there's no... What one? Like, I I have, like, a 8,000 total Lazy views, brain. But lazy brain is dead. Like, there's nothing... Well, if you go back on it. Yeah, I don't know. But, I, you know, I want to continue doing co... You know, I want to interview mm-hmm. people. Because well, I feel like this more interesting. Really, you and Brandon was a good setup. You guys had a good thing going on there. You thought that was a good one? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. That was B squared. Well, right. B squared. Anyone listening to this can go look to up YouTube. B squared. And it's on... It's on YouTube as well yeah. as uh, Spotify, the first couple episodes. It's pretty good. Uh, but anyway, what drew you to, like, the YouTubers, like, for me, for mm-hmm. example, what drew me to YouTubers and podcasters specifically, I ha- I've formed, like, a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have that sort of thing? Or you were just entertained by them? With Trish. Trish, mm-hmm. so Trisha Paytas, mm-hmm. you formed like a parasocial relationship. A parasocial, you know the words. I don't. I didn't <coughs> know that that was a thing. So you formed a parasocial relationship with Trisha Paytas, mm-hmm. and not with Shane Dawson or anybody. Else. I don't know if I did with Shane Dawson. I think I mm, kind of. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. What and I? You know, I was. I've been. My last episode, I, t- I talked about fame and how, and I didn't have the word, so now I know it's parasocial mm-hmm. relationship. The psychology of that is so interesting to me because you're not, you're not, you didn't form a relationship with Trisha. No. You formed a relationship with the idea of Trisha yeah. that you formed by watching her. And that wasn't even her like <clears throat> the thing you saw was just what she performed yeah and then you then took that performance turned it into your own idea and then got close to that yeah that's fascinating to me but i think it's because of how with it's not just with celebrities and parasocial relationships can be with tv shows and everything, all type of things but I think it's just because of how it makes you feel, how the content makes you feel. Because, like, you know, if you're watching her, like, every day, or you're watching her a lot, and you're feeling like you're getting to know her, and you feel, like, included in her daily part activities, I feel like that's easier to, like, become part of a parasocial relationship. Right. I mean, I've felt that way. Podcasters, you know, the big guy, the bald guy, Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I've been watching him for 10 years. And I have, like, I remember. I, oh, sorry. No. Go ahead. What? No, you go ahead. Well, I remember in therapy, I talked about it. One of my coping skills to 
think out certain problems I was having, I would pretend in my head mm -hmm. I was inter being interviewed by Joe Rogan and I was explaining to him mm -hmm. what was going on. And the fascinating thing about that is I thought I was unique in that, but recently mm -hmm. he went on a podcast with Danny Brown and he was like, here's the thing about you, Danny, is you probably were talking back to the podcast. I was like, oh, I'm not the only one who does that. I thought I was totally unique in that, but apparently people come up to him and say the same thing all the time. Now, it's interesting you say that because I think a, a lot, if not most people, do like what you're saying, where they're like just talking about what's going on in their lives on like a TV show or to a podcast or on a YouTube in their head. Like they're maladaptive daydreaming that they're like on a show or something or right. talking to a pod. Like I think that most people do that, honestly. So that's what it's called, maladaptive daydreaming? Well... Maladaptive daydreaming is its own thing, but people usually are, they are, that is something they maladaptive daydream about. What is maladaptive daydreaming? It's like when daydreaming is your coping mechanism and you are doing it constantly, if not in like an almost continuous state of it. I definitely do that. Mm -hmm. The thing that gets me out of it, though, is doing this. Really? Yeah. Like... When I'm podcasting, I have to then really verbalize it. I'm not in my head. Mm -hmm. And it feels more, would, you, would it be called cathartic? I think so. Is that the word? Like, it feels like I've gotten something out rather than just, like, ruminating over something, you know? Mm. And I feel like I've actually built, not built, but, you know, metaphorically, I've created something and... It has more substance than if I was just mm -hmm. pretending to do the same thing. Um, that's interesting. Parasocial relationships yep. and maladaptive daydreaming. Yep. So you're, you're in school for psychology, mm -hmm. right? How has that been for you? Uh, that has been fine. I have not taken a whole lot of psychology classes, uh, but... You learned a lot so that far. That does not come from Th college. No. Where does it come from? Well, maladaptive daydreaming. I was made aware of. I was made aware of on Reddit. And parasocial relationships. I believe I was first made aware of on TikTok. Maybe definitely social media. And then I looked in deeper into it, and I, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is actually something I do, and then later it became like more talked about like a lot of people like right. i think there's even a song called like parasocial relationships like by a, a popular person like people are like oh yeah this is what we do that would be a good name for a podcast parasocial podcast yeah i wonder if that exists that's interesting that these concepts you didn't learn in school i feel like most of the concepts i don't learn in school yeah, I don't. I didn't learn a lot. There is one called parasocial. There's parasocial activity. Man, that's hard to come up with a name. Yeah. You know, everything has been created, and it's like... Well, you want to think of a name. This has definitely already been done. We could call this canceled, because so far we have talked about Shane Dawson, Joe Rogan, and Trisha Paytas. We have talked about three controversial figures. This is definitely strong energy to bring to a podcast. It is? 
Yeah. Just talking about it. Well, them. we just admitted that we were viewers. I don't view Shane Dawson anymore, really. But I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Also, I want to say we're both black, so you can't even come at us. I wouldn't even have thought to say that. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, there, no one listens to this. Well. And if they ever do, it's like, well, I mean, so, like, what do you, <laughs> what do you say? You know, and we are black. Yes. I'm half black. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting thing, being half black. Mm-hmm. You can just say mixed. Mixed? Mm-hmm. Mixed is better? Well, you don't have to keep saying I'm half black. You can just say I'm mixed. Well, that leans, it goes into what my point is, is I feel awkward about it. About being mixed? Yes. Why? Because there are some people who would say, yes, you are black. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of people who would say, no, you are not. You are not granted the same social standing. But who is saying you're not? Well, I guess black people are saying you're not black. Yes. Because white people, that wouldn't make sense. Some white people will do that, I guess. Yes. Well, well I notice when white people do it, they're trying to give you a compliment. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had white folks say, oh, you don't act black. That's, what are they saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? You act good. That's the vibe I get from it. But, yeah, it's there are a lot of people who feel that way. Well, I think we're too far in American history to, like, kind of change completely what it means to be black. Because, you know, up until this point, it's always been, like, one job. And so you're half. So that's, like, ask Thomas Jefferson. He would be like, oh, you're black. So, like, I think it's... It's kind of too late to change what it means. Right. Well, you think about other celebrities who are mixed. Yeah. And it's like Meghan Markle. Well, I've been watching that. That's different. How is it different? Well, is she even half? Is she like 25%? No, her no, mom's she's half. black. Yeah. Well, okay. It's diff- I think it's different because it bases on your physical appearance, for one, and how you choose to move throughout your life because... From what we've been seeing, she really wasn't treated like a black person over here. And over there she is. And she's like, wow. So, and that was Mm. partly her doing because, you know, she was wearing her hair straight. And she happened to be light-skinned. So, and she was playing roles for white women on TV. So, you know, she wasn't most of the time living as, like, a black woman. But do you think that that, so, when when you are mixed... Mm -hmm. Sometimes that can be a conscious choice to what to white move pass through. I guess that yeah. Well, if you're gonna be white passing, that is a conscious. I mean, for it just depends. I guess you can't help if you're white passing, but some people are intentionally trying to enhance it. Do you think that's what Megan was doing here? Um, I mean, I can't. I'm not an actor, so I can't say if there's more roles for women than black women. But I think being able to play both. Definitely helped her. It actually, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. When it came to getting black roles, well, yeah, it was hard for her because the, they said her manager mm-hmm. said that once he found out, mm-hmm. he would go to studios and say, "Hey, I have this person. She's mm-hmm. a black woman," and they're like, "No, she's not. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't fit those roles." 
So I guess it was easier for her to pass mm-hmm. in terms of her career. Mm-hmm. And obviously mm-hmm. we can't know what she's actually feeling at the time. Right. But I think, I don't know what I think. I mean, is it an act of choice? I don't know if I've actively chosen. I've never, I've always embraced mm-hmm. my background, you know? Mm-hmm. In fact, I've wanted to lean more black than I have white. Well, you guys can't see him, but he's not necessarily white passing. No. I am Latino passing. Yeah. I can pass for Latino man yeah. or a Latino preteen, but... I don't um, know how much good that does him in modern-day U.S. culture, but... Yeah, it doesn't... Yeah, I don't know if that I'm helps white any, passing. but... But I have tried to, you know, be in touch with that side of my culture a lot mm-hmm. yeah I don't know how long has this been going I think it's 13 minutes 13 minutes <laughs> I'm not good at this no, because fine. I get like I get to a, a roadblock well I think ideally people have topics that they're going to talk about right right they don't go off the or they have guests and then it's like an interview so you have questions for the guest right See, but I go off the cuff, but I'm not. Well, you know, Rogan. You're not Ed Sullivan, so you can't be. You can't be like at remixing, I guess, right? But it's probably just the more you do it, you'll be better at remixing. Yeah, but that's why I want to do it with people more, Mm -hmm. you know, because it'll I can get better at that. Because when you're just riffing on your own, Mm. it's so odd because you get detached from the fact that you're speaking to someone else. But now I'm I'm just on here with you, and I can talk to you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to focus on the, you know, people. On so what side. episode of the podcast would this be? I think 32, 33. 30, so you would be going back to your original Lazy Brain podcast? Yes, this is going to Lazy Brain. Okay, so do you have, like, specific a specific direction for Lazy Brain, or is it more like just what you're thinking about and talking about? Right. Right here. Okay. Thinking and talking about the moment. Say again. So would you say you have like a specific direction for lazy brain? Like like we focus on this or we focus on that or it's more like just what's going on. That's why it's called lazy. Uh, That makes sense. Lazy brain. There's no, you know. I was trying to do like, there's this guy. Talk about, I only like controversial figures. Um... Charlemagne, mm-hmm. the God, mm-hmm. he he has a podcast called Brilliant Idiots. Mm-hmm. So I think I created Lazy Brain, sort of in that mm-hmm. idea of like the juxtaposition of lazy. You know, well, you know what we could do? We could read tweets. Tweets? Yeah. Well, go ahead and yeah, react to the tweets. Down for it? Yeah. Okay. So you have just a catalog of tweets. Well, I'm going on Twitter, and I see popular tweets. That was like my first episode. Oh, really? You just read tweets? It was called Twitter Scroll, yeah. Well, see, but it's better when you have at least another person or two because then you can talk about, like, what's in the tweet. Right. Um, okay, let me see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the one day my Twitter is not popping off. Okay. 
Do you think Twitter's dying because of what Elon is doing? I think it wasn't too good, doing too good for a second, but I think it's doing better now. Right. How do you feel about him owning it? Do you think uh, it hasn't changed much? Or I'm not thrilled, but I think the interactions he has with celebrities are funny, such as the Doja Cat situation where she was like, cussing him out and then she said i'm sorry i've made a mistake please help me i don't want to be christmas forever she doesn't want to be christmas forever she had changed her name on twitter to christmas and once you like the actual yeah her username and you can't change it because of his new thing so she was like begging him but then she's like f you but then she's like please elon please i made a mistake please help me i don't want this to be permanent and he was like help is on the way but this is very funny wow yeah so, like, no, you could always change the, f- like, there's the at, mm-hmm. right? So, she's at Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, mm-hmm. you could change. You can't do that anymore? You could change it once, and then that was it. I think <gasps> for verified accounts, I think. Why is that? How, well, because, you know, there was a whole lot of hoopla going on after the whole $8 verification and everything. Right. So, probably just because, so you're not... You're not at Chipotle and then at Elon Musk and then there were like you know, right? You can't just keep copying. Yeah. People. Huh. That's crazy. And she didn't know this. She didn't have a team <laughs> of people. They're like, I hey. don't know if she knew or not, but I know she was panicking. I would too. And they had an interaction. It was funny. Huh. So you. I did find a tweet. <clears throat> I can't wait till the studies about how social media affected our generation come out. What do you think? I don't know if I'm looking forward to it because I have a feeling that there's going to be brain damage involved. Mm-hmm. And there, it's not good. I've talked about this with you before. Yes. How, you know, being exposed to literally anything. It's like the, the, the Bo Burnham song. Mm-hmm. Like, welcome to the internet. Like, anything and anything can be found. And... It's like, I mean, I've seen beheadings. Right, right. You know, at a young age. Yeah. And you become very desensitized to that sort of thing. So, yeah, I don't think it's good. And I'm with you. That is, the internet, for us at least, was the wild west. Like, yes. And I feel like it's getting better. Because, like, also, people just genuinely, like, parents didn't know, like, how what it was like back no. then. Like, no one knew, really. And you're just, like, kids are just surfing and just, like, learning it and then just finding loopholes and things to get lost in. But I feel like now people know more and they know better. And also, because the next generation of parents is going to be us. It's going to be people like us who were on the Internet. Right. Like, nothing's getting get by that. us. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. are, like, we are the Internet. We know, right? right? So. Yeah, I think about that. I definitely am going to be very strict. Oh, Yeah. I'll do anything I can to restrict access. Yeah. And, you know. But then you have to be careful because the more you do that, the more they'll find adaptations and ways around it. So you have to, like, you have, it has to be a certain level. I think you have to trust. Yeah. Like, I think the better thing to do mm-hmm. is to not restrict access, mm-hmm. but have an open line of communication. Mm hmm. So if you do happen to stumble upon a beheading or something, right, you can come to me and be like, yeah. "Hey, I am traumatized. Yeah, 
can what can I do about this? Yeah. Um, but that's just the state of the world, man. But they do have little pockets of it, like the YouTube kids and Netflix kids, and so you're not just getting anything. That's true. But YouTube, there, yeah. you can slip through YouTube kids. Yeah. I have another tweet here. Older women be hating on the young girls so bad. It's tragic. What do you think? We might not know about too much about that, but what do you think about that? Say again. Older women be hating on the young girls so bad. It's tragic. I wonder why that is. Well, I think, well, I think for one, it's like competition or jealousy. But even taking it a step further, let's not focus on younger girls as in like 18 or 17 or whatever. Let's think, think about younger girls as in like 10. Because I feel like in the black community a lot, there's like, oh, she's wearing red nail polish. That's fast. Oh, her hair's too long. That's fast. Whoa. But what they don't realize, like, you're sexualizing that kid. And then that's a way to justify whatever, if something happens, which should not be a thing. Oh, my gosh. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. So you're normalizing. Yeah, by saying, oh, that's too grown or that's fast. Not to mention, like, when other races do this, like, if a white girl is, like, has long, straight hair or whatever, that's not grown. Or, like, if any, if she's usually the same thing applying to, like, other races is not taken the same way. Mm. Well, yeah, they've always sort of, with black youth, like, when you're a guy, mm-hmm. you're, I mean, they used to try black children as adults. Right. With, in crimes. Right. So, I mean, not, I mean, very recently, I think Trump was involved with something like that, the... The Brooklyn Five or whatever, mm-hmm. like they got tried as adults, so and they it turned out being like innocent or something, which is crazy. So yeah, I, I see that, but I don't. I didn't think about how we do it to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Also, like even little things, like oh, you gonna have to watch him. He's gonna be like a, a heartbreaker. Like there's certain. Like subtle things that people say that probably aren't the best. And doesn't that sort of create an identity for that person? Like, say yeah. you grow up and everyone's like, oh, you're this heartbreaker. You're mm-hmm. the, so if you, you either live up to it mm-hmm. and reinforce those stereotypes on yourself, or you don't live up to it and then you feel depressed about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. It's not. I didn't think that would be that deep, but it, Twitter can be kind of deep. Oh, Twitter can be deep. Let me see. How much do you use Twitter in a day? How much do I use Twitter in a day? Mm-hmm. I probably check it. Like five times. Five times a day. Five or six times, yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, because there's not much. I just check it periodically throughout the day to see if there's anything new. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, like, the same stuff will be on at 8 in the morning as, like, 10 at night. So there's not much change. Last night, there was a poll for Naruto. Mm-hmm. And they're doing, like, a whole, like... 
uh, it's a poll and you're grading characters. So like whichever Naruto character gets the most votes is mm-hmm. going to get like its own manga series. And you can just they're doing like a top 100. Dang. So I voted for Kakashi. Anyone who listens to Na- Rach's Naruto knows who that is. Did you see that Ash Ketchum is done? Excuse me? He's done. What do you mean he's done? He's gone. Like, it's the next... They're going to cancel that. Not cancel, but they're finishing that. And then they're going to bring new characters. So you wait 30 years to give him his badge, finally. Mm -hmm. The champion, whatever. Him, Pikachu, Rocket League... Not Rocket League. What are their names? Rocket Rocket Team. No. Team Rocket. Team Rocket. They're gone. Everybody's gone. New cast. I don't know about that. I mean, the people who were watching it back in the day Mm -hmm. aren't watching it now, right? Well, I would say yes, probably because, like, our kids watch it. Kids. Our kids watching Pokemon. It's not just, like, airing on Cartoon Network. They're going to Netflix and searching Pokemon. Right. It's not just kids. Yeah. That nostalgia's. Oh, my gosh. It's so... Intense. You can capitalize True. on nostalgia. Well, that's what they do. What do you think about Kamala Harris and her silk press? And her what? Her silk press. Her hair? Yes. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen her hair? No. Okay, so have you not heard about the joke? Like, you know, not know the whole Kamala Harris joke thing? No. Well, she's always laughing. Right. And the wheels on the bus. So people say that's because her so press. So Why? like, okay, so like, okay. Imagine, you have an afro, right? Yes. Okay, so imagine for a second that you went to the hairdresser and you got a silk press on your afro and you could like swish it around. You would be in a good mood. You'd be like... <laughs> Like you'd be, yeah, yeah, you feel good. You come home feeling good because you can switch your hair around, yeah. And they're saying that's why she's always so happy because she comes fresh off a silk press, swinging the hair around. That's, I wouldn't have thought of that. (laughs) You feel good getting your hair done, and that's why you're so giddy. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you know, that could definitely be a thing. A good haircut does make you feel good. What do we think about Drake? What specifically? Because, I mean... Like, the whole... The bonnet post. The, like, 21, can you do something for me? I... One, I don't think 21 knew what he was getting into. (laughs) I think you get caught up in his world. Mm -hmm. And, like, if any other artist had done that... Mm-hmm. In a song with him, he would not have been cool <coughs> with it. But because it's Drake, mm-hmm. he just—I think you get caught up in his his world, and so you don't think like he's like, nah, it's just cool. Like this isn't—it's not weird at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did see he did a live stream. Twenty one did with uh, Kai Sinat or something like that. He's a mm-hmm. Twitch streamer. And he showed him all the memes, mm-hmm. and Twenty One was like, "I don't." Th- he did not like it at all. I w- don't blame him because it's a lot. It is if a lot. you're not prepared for it, no. But to be fair, for Twenty One, 
he's like not the he's like he doesn't his role in this is not too bad like he's just there going 21 he it's on him right like he's not the one doing it if anything it's worse for dre because he's the one sitting there flipping his hair or whatever and 21's just standing going 21 right i mean they weren't in this i guarantee you they weren't in the same room when that was right but he probably heard it the first time when it was done which is a lot it is it is a lot it's funny how you don't know what's gonna go viral and what's not you know that is true uh Lil Yachty, mm-hmm. he came out with that walk to Poland thing. He said it was just a joke. Mm-hmm. And he's actually upset about it because now he has to put it on his album. <laughs> it got leaked. And now, since it's a hit, he has to put it on an album. Dang. Have you listened to, have you heard anything about, sorry, I keep moving the microphone. Have you heard anything about or listened to the new SZA album? I have heard... Yeah, big boy season. That is not on the album, actually. That was an SNL skit. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's the only SZA I've heard. I was kind of looking for that on the album, though. I was wanting that on the album because I heard it on TikTok, and it's just a skit for the skit. Right. But I actually started listening to the album because of all the negative things I heard about it. Um, and it's not, I don't think people are meaning this with shade at SZA, but people are saying, like, her music is for side chicks. They're saying, like, she's not healed, and they have to take out their headphones when certain parts come on. Because, you know, maybe I can, I should pull up the lyrics before I just free stop that. Let me pull up the lyrics for Kill Bill, the second song on SOS album. So she did a song called Kill Bill? Yeah. Right. Now... I've heard di- people have a lot of criticisms about singers <coughs> like that. Mm-hmm. It reminds me, for some reason, of the Lana Del Rey thing. Because don't they say that about her, too? Not what? that she's for side chicks, but like... Well, she like <coughs> what they're saying about her is completely different. Because what people are saying about Lana Del Rey is that she romanticizes like drugs, Toxic. domestic abuse, things like yeah. that. Which I think... She, I personally think... I am a Lana stan. I personally think she's just explaining how that felt to her and like what she's feeling in the moment and how she feels okay. looking back. I don't think she's trying to glorify it. Okay. But with SZA, that's not the criticism. The criticism is because she's making it, she can't be alone, which is the theme of some of these songs, right? Okay. Well, what's Kill Bill? Can you read so, that? I might kill my ex. Not the best idea. His new girlfriend's next. How'd I get here? Um, I might kill my ex. I still love him, though. Rather be in jail than alone. So that's the part. That's the line that really is wild to people. So she's, like, jealous. Yes. But she, like, she has... I understand, like, what she's saying here. But I think what's wildest to people is the line, I would rather be in jail than alone. Because people are like, I'm not claiming that. No, I would not. I think at one point she says, I'd rather die than be alone, but I don't know. I'm not going to say that's what she said, but I remember reading that. Rather die than be alone. Because people are saying, like, you know, that's not a healed mindset. Like, you, a man should not be so much that you'd rather be in jail than be alone, right? Like, right. that's a lot. That's a big statement to make. And hearing that, I was like, well, you know what? Maybe I'm not healed yet. So let me give this album a listen. <laughs> and it was pretty good. It was a good album. It's good, yeah. 
other than like the sus. Well, I didn't mind lyrics. it. I didn't mind Kill Bill. I like Kill Bill, even though, you know, I don't think I'm inhaling the lyrics. I don't think I'm going to go to jail. That's the thing. People act like lyrics are like the like so important in American music. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's important at all. Like, Ooh. I did a review of like uh, British rap. Mm hmm. And over there, they're like, lyrics are the number one thing. The sound doesn't matter. If you have good lyrics, you're, it's good. Hmm. At least that's the vibe I get from it. Here, it's more, how does it make you feel? Right. You know? And if something has terrible lyrics but makes you feel good, we're going to attach to it. I think the big deal people find is they think, like, subconscious. Like, if you listen to that, oh. you're... Well, there is something to like subconscious, you know, messages though. Like on what is subliminal? It subliminal messages, yeah. Well, you know, that makes me think of the whole like oh, your vibration. If mm-hmm. it's uh they most popular music is like at three hundred hertz mm-hmm. and like that's low vibration. You want higher vibration. Like I think that's whack. Like I don't think that's real. I think there's something to the messages that are repeated over and over. I can say that. I don't think SZA's I'd Rather Be In Jail Than Alone is like the most harmful no, thing in the not. world. No. But that song, um, what's it called? She Knows by J. Cole. Some people didn't even catch it because it's in the like it's in the background. She but knows. like the lyrics are in the in the background. Um I remember that. Bad things happen to the people you love. You find yourself praying up to heaven to above. Honestly, I don't have sympathy because I know the bad things are coming from me. So I think some people don't want to hear that over and over again because you're saying bad things are coming from me. And I can understand if someone doesn't want to hear that over and over again. I didn't know that was in that song. See, that's the thing. It's in the background. Like Most people didn't know it was even in the song, but yeah, it's in the song. It's the second voice of singing it. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, Logic did that song where the title was like the suicide mm-hmm. hotline and like for half the song he's saying i wish i would die <laughs> and i remember I, it, I, I liked the song mm-hmm. until we were at like a work thing mm-hmm. and we put it on mm-hmm. and like our supervisor was like what are you all listening to right he's saying he wants to die a million times in a row right. and i was like wow i didn't even it didn't seem like that because you focus on the end where it's like I don't want to. Right. But the first, literally the first chorus is just that. I want to die. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is, there's something to be said. But that goes into, like, conspiracy theories and stuff. True. I mean, you don't know. I don't know if any of that stuff is true. I don't know if they're playing into something or if there's, like, really something going on. Like, the idea of... Beyonce and Jay Z, mm-hmm. they play into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's the consensus with people who don't believe it's real. Well, let me ask you. So she's denied this, and I have to say, most of the time, I don't give this a lot of thought because. But then I started thinking, I'm like, huh? So Doja Cat, have you seen her lately? Yes. Yes. I know what you're. So talking some about. people are saying this is the humiliation phase, and if you're not aware of like Illuminati like indoctrination right you want to be a part of Illuminati they have to humiliate you some people say Kanye West Kanye West Taylor Swift him running up on stage and saying oh you didn't deserve this yeah that was her humiliation phase welcome to the Mm -hmm. Illuminati Taylor so some people are saying 
Doja Cat's, you know, shaving her head. And, and it's not even just shaving her head. Like, she has black teeth and, like, she draws on her face. Like, all that. I'm not hating. But some people are saying, well, she's in her humiliation phase. And after this, welcome to the Illuminati, Doja. So what do you think about that? I don't know. There's something, okay, there's something about it. It becomes too connected. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about the times where they put the little circle over one eye mm-hmm. and, like, all the pictures of people, like, with black eyes. It's mm-hmm. always, like, one eye is black. It's, on one hand, it's it's convincing. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I don't, I'm... I try not to think about it because I don't want to live in that world. Right. So I think that it's possible, but I hope not. That's what I can say about it. Okay. I There's no way I would want that to be real. I hope she's just going through her own thing and this isn't part of some ritual. I don't know what I think or not. At first, I was like, yeah, that's silly. Like, you know, she's just, she's always been kind of goofy, right? But, like, yeah. I don't know, there's, there's being goofy and, you know, being like, oh, sorry, I didn't get my award. I was peeing. And then there's, like, you, your teeth are black. Like, there's yeah. a level, right? I, I don't know. She definitely has changed a lot in her appearance. Right. I would say her personality is pretty much still the same because if you look at her before, like she's still acting the same way. She's yeah. still always been silly and whatever, but I don't know. There, she's definitely. It, it's it's different. It's different. I yeah. could I could see this being like a humiliation ritual, but I'm not sure. I don't think I. So what comes next? Like what? Well, after she's done the humiliation, she mm-hmm. goes through it. Whatever. Does she become like a superstar or? I don't know, because at her level, I would assume, well, at a certain point, I don't think people join the Illuminati for what, so you can be famous. I think you have to offer something for them to consider you, and then your your reward is being in. You're in the inner circle. But what what what's the benefit? Money? <sighs> well, probably money, but also you're, you know, I guess it's, it's it's like that mindset of I'm above other people. I'm in a league of my own. They're the sheep. We're controlling everything. Right. So it's for a lot of people, it's probably just an ego thing. And then also, you know, whatever they're going to do with that sheep, I guess they're not a part of it. If something okay. untowards is going to happen, they will be the ones doling out the punishment, and we will be the ones receiving. Oh. So it's not, it's more about, like, ego and power that I think thing. if you're going to try if you're if the Illuminati is offering you a chance at fame or something I don't know what that would be about you must have like something to offer where you just have a lot of money or you're super smart or something they well, want you can influence right all right like, I always thought it was just influence people get a lot of influence and they need to control that right so like if anything comes out right and they need to speak to the population that doja cat speaks to Mm -hmm. they can use her to promote whatever it is to that specific audience that's the way i thought of it and that might be part of it i mean i'm sure that's part of it i don't understand like i don't know you know what we should do what it's like (laughs) it's like a real life escape room people go to the church of scientology 
and then they go in for like the little meeting where they like try to brainwash you and then see if you can get out because they, they they put you in the gym and they lock the doors. People get Tiffany out. Tiffany Haddish did it. She did it? How'd she get out? Well, this is her story. She said she went there because she was homeless and wanted a place to stay. Mm-hmm. She gets in there and she would have stayed, but they were going to make her sleep in a bunk bed. And she had bad memories or trauma connected to bunk beds. Mm-hmm. And was like, ain't no way. I'm sleeping in no bunk bed. No, hell no. And she just like yelled. So that was the line for her, the bunk yeah, bed. Yeah, the bunk bed. Okay. Um. So Scientology is a weird one. I know they like your initiation is you get you use the cans, mm-hmm. and like it's like a device mm-hmm. that measures something, mm-hmm. and then you talk about your trauma and stuff mm-hmm. for a long time, and then somehow or another, I don't know what that's called. It's like clearing or something like that. Mm. Yeah. It's weird when, like, it's a religion, mm-hmm. but the guy who made it, there's still pictures of him. Every other, that's the odd thing about it. Every other religion, mm-hmm. all the founders are just like mysterious and like, what we do don't you mean? Know. What? There's no pictures of Jesus. Get, well,. He, what do you mean? Like he, there, it can't be a picture of Jesus. No, I know that there can't be, but yeah. the idea that he, the, it's just weird that their founder, mm-hmm. I could Google his actual photo. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no way you can apply some mysticism to him because he was a dude. Well, like there's no <coughs> legend. Mm-hmm. It's just a guy in the 40s that was like, hey, guys, I, uh, and that's the thing. Apparently, he wrote fiction, science fiction books, mm-hmm. like, a lot of them first. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you know what? This is all true, actually. Like, that's. Oh, no, he didn't do that. He said I mean, this. Essentially, he, he started, he wrote the same stuff, but then was just like, no. This is and real. what was he saying that based off? I don't know. I, I haven't gone deep inside. Hmm. I just know. See, that's that why we need to fiction. go to the temple and then see if we can climb. Because no. people will like break windows. They'll do anything to like, like you see how you get out because they lock the doors. So then you just see how you can escape. I'd rather not. It seems kind of fun. It seems fun. Be- I know people get out because people get out all the time and talk about it. So like. You just have to figure out a way out. Some people like jump out the window. Like some people like, I don't know. They figure a way out. Aren't there some people who like go missing in regards? Yeah, to this? but I feel like you have like a, a two-hour window to get like, don't get too wrapped up. Right. You get like don't let them actually brainwash you. But what's the point of staying two hours? Well, what do you get out? Of maybe that? not two hours, but like it's one you have to escape, but two just to see what they're talking about because obviously it's a you're crazy or whatever. I don't. I feel, I'm kind of scared to say what I was about to say because. They're not going to listen to this. Like, I feel like they did. Like, we'd go missing all the time. No. This podcast, he's like two listeners, maybe. And one of them's me. Yeah. So, I doubt this will ever. Okay, well, everyone knows it's Tom a call. Tom Cruise is not listening to this. Tom Cruise, man. Yeah, he's like the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he didn't invent it, but like, you know it's weird? Wow. One day, I was just going, because you know, like, 
with Spectrum, you can get mm -hmm. like a million channels. Mm -hmm. One day I stumbled upon the Scientology channel. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole channel dedicated to like documentaries about the founder. Oh, wow. And like just all sorts of just propaganda. And it's super weird because they're really positive about it. I don't, I don't really understand why it's even allowed, honestly. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. It's. I mean, it's. Uh, do they get tax exempt? I feel like probably because it. They're so powerful, man. Like they must get tax exempt. Can you they, imagine them paying taxes? No. Well, the thing is, uh, Chris Kardashian. Mm -hmm. She has a church. I mean, she didn't found a religion, but she like has a tax exempt church. Wow. That Kim tithes. Wow. And, like, gives her, what's that called? Offerings? It's called a tithe. Tithe? Mm -hmm. She gives tithes to Chris's church. Wow. And that's tax-exempt money. I mean, that's crazy. If you didn't have any morals at mm -hmm. all, it is, like, the perfect... No, I don't think everyone can do that. Not everyone can be a cult leader. Well, it's not really a cult, right? Are you talking about Chris's thing, or are you talking about Scientology? Chris. Well, that's not even like a moral list. Like people cheat on their taxes all. The time. People commit tax fraud all the time. Right. Especially but rich what, people. What? What would compel you to do the church? Like who approached her and was like, "Hey." Because, like, because technically, like, could they even get you on that? Because, like, like technically, like, who's to say I'm not a church? Yeah. Like they can't take you to jail and say you're not a church. Like I don't think they can. They haven't done it. So I mean, yeah, that's why the appeal. Should it, we start a church? No. 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 Okay. I mean, I don't have a lot of money to evade taxes with. Oh, wow. It'd be something to have that much money. And she started it before they were, like, super famous. Like, before her daughter was a billionaire, mm -hmm. which, air quotes, uh, she had the church. Mm. But, yeah, all of them go and, like, you know. Mm. But I don't know if it's the same as, like, Kanye's church. Oh, my gosh. Which he didn't pay that choir. Like, on James Corden and stuff. What? He, he never didn't got paid. What do you mean they didn't get paid? How could he even do that? He didn't pay them. Did they know they weren't getting paid? I, not at first. I Wouldn't they pay. dispute that? They have. I don't understand. How would he not pay them? Like, you can't just... Or did he, like, put out applications and people just showed up and then he's like, oh, you're not getting paid? I don't know if it... I don't know the process of, like... If they volunteered or if it was a contract thing, I don't know. Hmm. But I remember one guy came out and was like, "Yeah, we never." That's messed he up. He didn't pay us. That's messed up. Which that was very <clears throat> cult like. Wow. That was super culty vibes. Did Marilyn Manson like go to Kanye's church thing? I don't know. Did he? I thought I saw a picture of him. That's crazy. I think he kind of. I think it helped his brand, mm -hmm. and that's why he did Kanye? that. Kanye? Oh, who? Kanye. Kanye. At the time, mm. it looked like for a while he was going to go full Christian artist. Yeah. And then something happened. Next thing I you think know, he's some on people Alex knew Jones. not to believe it, though. I mean, but he still claims to be, like, he's not a Christian artist, but. No, he's not. Like, when he was but praying then, about Pete. Okay. I didn't hear that, man. but I can imagine what that was about. 
I watched the video and I didn't know he was praying at first. He just had his eyes closed and he was talking about Pete and I was like, oh boy. Yeah, it's not good. But like, there's the thing now where like Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who consider him a Christian artist. A Christian artist? Why? Yeah. Does he talk to rap about God now? He's always has. Oh. Yeah, and like the three, mm-hmm. he has the three hats. Mm-hmm. That is like an ode to the Trinity, I think. Well, then I guess he's a Christian artist. Eh, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> as a Christian artist, mm-hmm. I'm not in that world, mm-hmm. but like, shouldn't you not curse and smoke weed? I think, like- but I think the it's the art, right? So if you're, if what all your stuff is about, the Christian God, then you're a Christian artist, I would assume. Not all his stuff is about that, though. Mm. That's the thing. Well, the majority, if you've made the switch to most of it is about God. He has songs. He's a few songs. Well, then maybe he's maybe he's not a Christian artist. Maybe he's just rapping about something he cares about. Right. Well, I saw someone on TikTok who is a Christian artist, mm-hmm. and he said, I could never do a song with Chance because he isn't, he's not fully in that world. I don't like the TikTok Christian artists. Why? Because they make cringe songs and they make songs that aren't good. Like, why is it cringy though? Have you heard that song where he's like modest is hottest, and if I see you in the crop top on the TikTok, I'm a slop slop. I don't know. He was gonna do something. Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> he got slop slop. He was he was gonna, he was gonna lose his mind or something or do something. Like I don't like that. Like it's TikTok. Christian artists usually encourage the wrong things. Right. I mean, to them, it's not wrong, though, right? But it's not good. Right. And impressionable kids see it sometimes, so it's not good. Huh. Well, yeah. Logan Paul said something about Christians. What did he say? Recently. His pal. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, on his podcast, mm-hmm. they were joking around, and like the Christian guy was like, "Oh, I like Andrew Tate." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, you like him because you're a racist, a sexist, homophobe, mm-hmm. and like, blah blah blah." He was like, "Hey, man, you just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean I'm all those negative things." Mm-hmm. And he just doubled down on it, like he's well, really disrespectful to ca- Christians. I think what I would say is. If you say, I like Andrew Tate, but hey, man, just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean I'm a sexist. I'd be like, okay, but the first thing you said does. Right. I think that's the argument. Like, it was kind of, you're working against yourself there, though, because, like, you know. He did say that, though. He said he liked Andrew Tate. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you know. Right. You're working against yourself with the whole. But who is Logan to be like, hey. But you understand, Christians have made that name for themselves. Yeah. That's the hard part. But, like, you can be someone who is immoral yourself and mm-hmm. then throw stones. Well, okay. You're applying a biblical reference, for one, to non-Christians. So they're okay. not going to say, well, why? But also, I think, yes, because in their mind. <sighs> okay, because. You, I'm talking about Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Well. You can do those things that he did. And then be like, "Hey, I'm the more. I have the moral high ground here." Hmm. Well, 
I'm tempted to say that's a two quoquet. Two quoquet. I don't know how to say it. But it's like when someone says, you can't come at me on that because you did that too. Mm. So, like, I guess the argument of whether... Two things can be wrong at one time. Yeah. But I don't know. Does Logan Paul think he's changed since? Yes. Yeah. So, in his mind, he's probably saying, well, yeah, I'm a good person. That's why I can come at him. Yeah, but then you hear the things about the scams and, like, you know, the crypto stuff. Is Logan Paul... Should he be talking and saying someone's not righteous? Probably not. But if I'm Logan Paul, I'm going to say, yeah, I can. Yeah. Because you're not going to see it that way. I don't know. I don't know. Andrew Tate, speaking of controversial, Mm -hmm. I don't get it, man. I don't know what happened. I think... He did the TikTok thing, mm-hmm. and then he blew up. It's so weird. I don't even know. Is there a figure like that for women? What, someone who's really controversial? Not controversial, but someone who's, like, really popular. I guess it would be controversial, but, like, super negative, mm-hmm. but, like, insanely popular. Okay, well, yeah, in general, there are people who are negative or popular. But you I mean, mean, like, is there a female Andrew Tate? Who's saying negative things about men or saying negative things about women? Or just promoting these same ideals? Um, well, I would have to say Abigail Shapiro. But she's really popular by association. Who's Abigail Shapiro? Ben Shapiro's sister. She? Is that that young girl? I don't know. The one... She just has big breasts. That's all I know. Oh, I've never seen her. I didn't know he had a sister. Yeah, he has a sister. And she is like... Him, but... Yes, but the funny thing is, like, it's not doing her any favors. Like, no one takes her seriously. People on both sides are constantly disrespectful to her. Like, it's not... She's not doing herself any favors. Like, Republican men don't, like, respect her. Like, they... Like, it's not... Yeah. Yeah. So she's... I don't know who she's helping here, but... There is actually someone... She's probably on his website. Someone who's popular, but, like, they're infamous, right? Like, they don't... Ha- I've never met a, a Caitlyn Bennett stan, but Caitlyn Bennett is, like... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. She's, like, infamous. Yeah. Yeah, she went on the campuses and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I remember that. What happened to her? I don't know. She's probably still doing it. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it in a while. I just don't get becoming that... Like, how do you thrust yourself into that world willingly? Into what world? Into being political. You you said you felt like you have, like, gone down those rabbit holes before. Sure, but I didn't get on a podcast and say, I think... Hey. Like, I wouldn't... That's my private life. I think it's arrogance, and I think it's... Just self-importance. Self-importance. Like, they're probably not worried about... The people who disagree with them, I guess they just don't think are valid anyway. So they're just not worried about it. Or they just know they're going to get popular. Yeah. They know there's a place for them. Yeah. So they're just going to go to that place and live their life. But it's so limiting. Like, you're just... You're in a corner. That's the thing I wouldn't like about it. I guess they're not worried about it. 
But then it, sometimes it just happens. You and know? if you're about that life, then you're about that life. Like Andrew Tate, like there's no way he's worrying about like, oh, well, now I'm limited. Like he beats people. Like he beats women. So he's like, if you're about that life, you're about that life. Right. Like you're not going to Well, you hear back about down. that. His ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. has come out a couple times and like, that was role playing. It wasn't. See, I haven't seen. I haven't seen her talking about it, but I don't know. Which that seems like an R. Kelly situation that it, she would come out and be like, hey, it's fine. Well, people were saying he was a human trafficker, weren't they? I've heard that. I don't so, know. I mean, who knows? He could have like ops being like, say this he or we're going to kill you. million dollars. Yeah, so like he could have been like, yeah, I'm going to blow your brain. Say mean, it was some, he lives in Romania. Yeah. So he's, you know, there has to be something going on. Mm. You know, he sells products on Alex Jones' show now. Like, it's, mm. he went deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's another one, you know. There's a theory that he's like a Freemason. He might be. So he's like a double agent. Like, he's saying, get away from the Matrix, but he's really the Matrix. I mean. Which, that's an odd thing, too. People using the Matrix mm-hmm. as, like, a right-wing thing, mm-hmm. but trans women... You're right. Directed that. Yeah, I don't know. I and like the estrogen pill in the 90s mm-hmm. or whenever that came out, that the red pill was the color of the estrogen pill. So when people say that, they're n- I don't think they understand. I mean, I guess things can be co-opted. People like to say things that don't belong to them. That, but that's interesting. When I heard that explanation of it, I was like, that's wild. It's, a tra- it's an allegory for yeah. being trans. The Matrix. The Matrix. Would you stay in the simulation or would you, what would you do? I don't know. Because Neo didn't know what he was waking up to. Like, I would be mad if, like, he said that and then I woke up and I'm, like, bald and I'm pale and there's a tube in my head. Like, that's not what I would have been picturing. Yeah. So I would have been, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. I wouldn't be happy either if I was him. Yeah. I mean, you're like going to raves in like an underground cave. You're right. Like sweaty. And then now, well, yeah. At least before there's air conditioning and yeah, you know, regular food. And Even it's like it was fake, but like a post-apocalyptic. Like, yeah. yeah, your world is like garbage. Like you're fighting against. Like it, I mean, you know. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. But that's the idea of that other guy, right? The little villain guy who was on their team no hold on him i can't say i wouldn't do what he did because after i know it's fake there's no going back for me i'm not gonna sell my soul to go like be a millionaire in the fake world that's what wasn't he like made a deal where they would wipe his memory or something yeah but still i'd like no you gotta have more self-respect than that you gotta have some integrity i don't know i'd be terrified in that situation and he sold everybody out so he could so he could live his nice little fake life. Like, that's... Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's not cool. Mm-mm. Huh. So, I don't really know. This is the thing. I want to get better at doing these mm-hmm. for a long time. But, like, you run out... I should write... I think now. you should write topics. Because I know you want to go off the cuff. I know you want to add self in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, But I think it's, it's just better. It's easier... To just have topics and a little outline. Yeah. I don't see how they do it. 
I don't know. Like, how do the people who don't use anything just keep going and going? They don't plan it? Improv, I guess. They probably have something in their mind they're thinking they're going to talk about. Right. Because you, I don't know if you naturally would think, well. It would move on from one thing to the yeah. next. I mean, I guess you have to develop, like, a conversational style. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, which takes years. I mean, a lot of the big podcasters I listen to have done it for 10 plus years. So, like, I'm thinking by the time I'm 36, mm-hmm. I'll be pretty good at this. But I have to do it a lot. You like looking out to the future like that. I don't. I mean. And any woman who's watching this, you know, I'm never mind. I'm going to say that. What? Say it. No. Well, okay. I feel like the girlies understand me. So, it, but if you don't, don't come at me. Don't act like I'm the crazy one here. Because okay. you, you, you've cried on your birthday once. Don't play with me. Maybe you, you've healed now. But you cried on your birthday once, girl. I know it. You talking about me? The girlies. Oh, the women out yeah. there? What do you mean? What Say about the women's. What, what so, about? So, like, looking out into the future can be, like, it's not always, like, a happy thing for us because, like, I'm said this. 19, heard, yeah. and in 10 years, I'll be 29. And, like, no hate to my 30-plus queens, but that's not, like, just a comforting thought for me. That's not like, a, oh, yeah, ha, ha, because... I don't know. That's just like not what our society lifts up. So you feel like it goes downhill for women as they... I don't know if it goes... I wouldn't say your general life experience goes down, but I would say this is the pressure. The pressure is getting worse. Uh. Like you're you're just... Huh. You're, you're mental about it might get worse or it's going to take work to not let it get worse. I feel like there are people who don't... Like my mother, she doesn't... She loves... But has she always felt that way? Probably not. Right, so you have to, like, get there. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just saw a tweet where some guy said a girl had told him that, you know, girls cry every year on their birthday. And the girl was like, how did he not know that? Like, yeah, like, yeah, that's what we do every year. We cry on our birthday. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. Really? You've For cried? A lot of girls. Yeah, I have. Because you're like, another year, I'm almost dead? Is that what it is? It's not that I'm almost dead. It's like another year, and then people care less. Like, people, there are some people who genuinely are like, yeah, your value is, like, going down. Like, all these different things. That's crazy. See, I feel like, as time goes on, I'm getting more valuable. See, logically, yeah, we're all getting usually wiser and all these things, more life experience. But, but there's socially. Just, yes, so there's just a lot of pressure out there to feel a certain way about it. I'm like, oh, now you have to worry about, oh, at this age, wrinkles start coming out. At this age, your buccal fat, it's lo- you're losing it. So, like, it's like there's just a lot of pressure out there that's really unnecessary, but it's there. Do you think that's somewhat, I'm not saying this is, mm-hmm. But is there a component that's a little bit self-imposed there? I think it's more self-imposed. Not self. I think it's more relevant for younger generations who grew up on the internet and maybe matured faster than they should have because turning eighteen became like a negative thing for some people just because of the general internet culture. Huh. That was I've never once yeah. have even thought of that. 
a thing. That's kind of sad. It is sad. Man, how do you get out of that mindset, though? I think you just... You just stop caring what other people think? I think you just have to... Put, you have to... I don't know. You have to really think about it and remind yourself... Remind yourself and accept the facts that, like... I don't know. Like, it's not... The world is not over, right? Like, it's not... Nothing's ending. Like, if anything, new things are just beginning. And your options... It's not like even, like, your options are going to change, really. Like, from what I've heard. I mean, I saw someone say, like, oh, yeah, I'm 50. And, like, I am hounded at every bar I go to. So, like, it's not, like... Nothing really changes. So you just have to get out of the mi- that mindset and try to... Yeah. It's, like, matrix yourself. Try to go to reality. Huh. I don't know. I, w- I, I don't think that sounds fun at all. That's not fun. I've regretted years. Like, mm-hmm. when my birthday comes around, I'm like, that was not a good year. Mm-hmm. I've had that, but I haven't thought, like, the next one. Like, there's usually a positive, like, next year I'll get them. <laughs> and it I'll never happens, but, like, I got this. This next year is going to be great. Usually, I'm able to convince myself at a certain point. Like, 18, at first, I was kind of upset. And then I was like, but you know what? I'm like, I'm 18. Like, this is, like, the youngest I can be, really. Like, right? So, this is cool. This is good. It's always the youngest. Yeah. And then 19, I was like, you know, I'm not thrilled about this. But I was already, like, preparing myself for 19. Because some people say it's, like, 17 part two. Like, 17 is a good age, people say. Like, you're like, I don't know. You just feel good. And 19 is, like, 17 part two. So 19's like kind of a good age. But like 20, like I'm still like trying to like, I'm trying to rationalize. I'm trying to get there to be like, okay, I'm fine. Because my birthday is in like a few months. It's more than a few. Like I have time. So I'm still very much 19 right now. But I have to get myself geared up to be good with being 20. Be 20. Yeah, I have to get myself geared up. But yeah, 20's good though. So you're not looking forward to like 21? It's nice because oh, you can drink or whatever. But for one, that's the last of any first. Like that's the last, like that's the last of the law being like oh, you can do this now. Oh, you can do that. That's the last one. And also, the age itself, I feel like, is not. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's just hype, really. It's just cool because you can get carded or whatever. But like. I always get offended when I get carded. But on specifically... Like, do you think I'm a new drinker? I've been doing this a while. Well, you're 26, but I'm sure on your 21st birthday, you weren't offended. You were like, yeah. 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 Well, no, I've always looked younger, mm-hmm. so I felt like I was being... Uh, like, almost like people are like, you're lying. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like the idea... Of, like, one time that happened to me, I, was, I got carded, and the guy looked at it, and he's like, you're not, you're not 23. And I was like, how, what do I say to that? How do you... I think... This is the only, like, proof I have. So, after that, what do I do? I think you should try to enjoy that. Because, I don't know, I wouldn't... I would enjoy that, I think. Because I, like, went to work and people asked, like, do you have kids? So, it would be nice... I remember the first time someone asked me if I had kids. And I was like, why... Like, I had to realize, oh, I'm at the age where yeah. that's normal. Well, how old were you when that happened? Like, 
22. So, I was at but the doctor. They might have just thought you were old. Oh, the doctor. I guess the doctor knew your age. Yeah. That's kind of, I don't know. I feel like most doctors aren't asking 22-year-olds to have kids. Because that's most know. people do not have kids by 22. Some do. Some do. But to Especially assume. Especially by 25. To assume enough to ask at 22. Yeah, she asked me if I had kids. I was mm-hmm. like, I still like was in the mode of like, oh my gosh, that's taboo. You shouldn't have kids this young. No, it's around the age. Mm, I don't know if that's around the age, 22. I think. No. I Your 20s? Like- your 20s, but, like, maybe not your early 20s. Mid-20s is more. Mid-20s is more when people start, like, making moves, making the real-life moves, big boy moves. I remember when my friend got pregnant recently. Mm-hmm. I was like, <gasps> I was, I still, but she's mine. Now, that's, now, that actually is funny because he is 26, so. Yeah. And I've heard people do that. They're like, <gasps> and I'm, oh, I'm 30. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's not, I'm good. Yeah. It's, uh, Yeah. It's weird. They say that the adolescence has been pushed back. Well, it's supposed to be 25, isn't it? Like, yeah, they've it's pushed back to... Well... Now we're... Consi- like, before... Mm-hmm. Like, 25 is, like, the new, like, 19. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really, but, like... But are we thinking in terms of brain development? Because I think that's what everyone goes by now. No, well... Th- you hear, like, boomers talk about, like... Mm-hmm. The what nineteen year olds were doing in the seventies, twenty five year olds are doing now. Does that make sense? That's what I got. From what were nineteen year olds doing in the seventies? Having kids and you know, oh, moving now. out. Well, I guess that is. I feel like yeah, because people honestly don't do that as early now. People move out later. Yeah. People drive later. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's been it, we're we're getting pushed back. Yeah. Not being socialized. I think everybody has those parasocial relationships now. Mm-hmm. I think that that's not good. I don't know. I, I mean, it, maybe it's not great, but... It's comforting I enjoy to have. Because you have that relationship on tap. Yeah. Versus in real life, maybe you don't get a text back. But they l- are busy. You know what no one talks about? When you start, like... When the parasocial relationships don't slap for a second, like when you lose a parasocial relationship, it's just you start becoming less and less interested. Maybe you've outgrown them. Maybe you just yeah, like that. That sucks. Like, I don't really watch Dan Howell anymore, and that sucks. Like, I want to, but I just can't. Like, I can't really get into well, you moved him. On. I don't want to move on. But like, that's I, kind of the the creator's fault, I think. They're not yeah. evolving. Yeah. It's not just you that has to evolve. I'm going to die too. one day, though. But 12-year-olds will still exist. So maybe it's smart on him to keep catering to the kids. Maybe. I don't know what's better. I don't know. To evolve or just stay in your lane. One thing I will say about Corey Kenshin, though, I feel like he can span across the ages. Which Dan Howe does, too. But for some people, just for me, he didn't. Okay. I don't know who these people are. You don't know who Dan Howe is. He's one of those British guys. Dan Fell. Oh, Dan and Phil. Yeah. I've heard of that. See, that wasn't my generation. Mm. Like, I was into Shea Carl. Mm-hmm. Like, and all those guys. Your generation's gone. Yeah, they're off. Well, no, Shea's still out there, him and his family. It's so crazy because their kids were kids for a long time, and now they're like your age. 
Mm. And I feel just, I feel so weird about it. Like, they're, his daughters are women. Maybe not. I don't want to say that. I don't know how old they are. I don't want to seem like I'm fetishizing. You pull it up and they're like yeah. 14. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how old they are. But before they were babies, mm. and they're not babies anymore. Yeah. And it makes me feel sad because it reminds me of my own mortality. What? All this is reminding you of your own mortality. You're like a quarter way through life. Not really. You're 26. I'm not making it to You don't 100. know that. You don't know that. We're the first generation to die earlier than our parents did. Like, we'll see what happens, Brandon. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. If some type of medical achievement comes out and, like, maybe... It probably will. If, honestly, I'd say we have a better chance because what are they going to come out with with the next 50 years? They probably will have solved longevity by then. Maybe. But all I know is I vape, and well, that's not going to... There was, like, a French woman who lives, like, 120, and she smoked cigarettes, like, her whole life, so... Yeah. But this is, like, a different thing. That's true. It's tar. Well, cigarettes have tar. It's like... But, like, there's different chemicals Yeah, in it, different like. chemicals. Have you seen that guy that was like, when you smoke, you're inhaling cat booty juice? Yeah, I didn't like that. Which is weird. But they put that in everything. Cat booty juice? They put it in perfume. They put it in a lot of different things. Why? I don't know. It's just something about the extract. Is it like a pheromone? or? I don't know what it is. That's odd. But you know, like, in medicine, they use, like, blue shell crab or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have that blue blood. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. I saw today, they're still using macat monkeys to, like, do tests. Mm-hmm. And they're becoming an endangered species. Oh, what? They should know better than that. Stop. You should definitely have a monkey or something. in, like, the Philippines, but, uh-huh. like, they're endangered, yeah. And that's a shame on them. They know they should know better than anybody else about a dangerous species. Why would you do that? I mean, we got it. That's how we got the vaccine. They couldn't change to a different type of monkey. Yeah, I don't know. Like, don't let that breed die out. Change to something else or something. Or ethically breed them, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you do. It's a weird system. I don't know. But yeah, they die all the time in tests and stuff. Mm-mm. Yeah, those rats. But you know, that didn't. Those white rats aren't endangered. But I guess well, it's easier to breed I, a rat than yeah. a monkey, maybe. Plus, aren't like rats. I don't know, like Brazilian. Like, there's just a million of them. Yeah, they breed pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what the time frame is from a cat versus uh, a rat. Probably a lot longer. It's crazy that we take nine months to develop, and then another, like, four years. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how are you going to take care of that in the wild? Yeah. That's crazy. When you think about that, the odds of you becoming a person through millions of years of just, like, fighting wildebeests yeah i mean that's insane that you we made it this far (laughs) but it's our brains i guess i don't understand how we have big brains like i in theory that makes sense because like Mm -hmm. we created macbooks and microphones and Mm -hmm. but like i didn't well i mean like i don't think i have that ability 
I think it was very from person to person. I don't know. People just were built different back then. And, like, they were smart enough to invent things, but they weren't smart enough in some things. Right. You know. You mean, like, social? Like, social things and, like, like lobotomies. Like, you couldn't, you really thought, like, snipping around in people's heads was a good idea. Yeah, but, see, they did it once and it worked. The person calmed down. Yeah, right? they calmed down because they couldn't. Like they, they calmed down. Cause I mean, it's not cool, but like if your goal is to fix a behavior, someone's freaking out all the time. You do a little snip, snip, and they're chill. Oh, they're yeah, but like, can he speak? Like, I mean, I don't know. I think. No, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, but I think they were just thinking. I want this. I just to stop screaming all the time. Think on something because they weren't as evolved. Right. Yeah. Well, you know. We're still growing as a species. We're still growing. Have you seen that AI video where, like, they asked the AI to show the evolution of humans, and then towards the end of the video, humans just merge and become, like, a, 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 a rope. Like, they go from robots to just being, like, pillars in a mechanical system. I haven't seen that. It's crazy, dude. Like, the AI thinks that... I don't know, but I don't know if that's true. I think a lot of what AI is, mm -hmm. especially like the chat bots and stuff, mm -hmm. they're a reflection of us mm -hmm. more so than they're their own thing. I mean, they talk about how one of the first chat bots, I think Google put it out, it became racist in like half an hour. Oh my God. Because people were just. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It becomes what we make it. That's it's not true. like. It knows, but maybe in a, some way it knows more about us than we do, you know? Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> so you're into cryptids. Yes. How, what, what drew you to those? Um, hmm. Well, when I look back um, at my own life experiences, I had a paranormal experience when I was five. So maybe that could have had nothing to do with it. But I also talk to you a lot about scary things and paranormal experiences as a kid. Right. So that might have also triggered my interest in the unknown. It's funny, like, because it's such a negative feeling to be scared. Yeah. But it's also something that intrigues you. Well, it's makes not. You it's not the being scared that I like so much. It's just like, what was that? Like, what did? Like, what is that? You want answers? Yeah, I want answers. I want to know, like, what did? Why? What is it? Where it come from? Yeah. As I've gotten older, I don't need to know. Like, I, I don't. I think what also draws me to it, you know, a lot of people, it's like, not just what is it. Why am I not allowed to say I saw like oh no you're like no you're lying you didn't really like why we can't we're not just gonna acknowledge that it did happen and it's there and it's a thing that adds to the mystery that adds to the enchantment I don't know it's so what was that experience that you had so when I was five I was taking a bath in the tub and you know kids have the door open. So the door was open, and a dark, shadowy figure slowly crept past the door. And it, I can't say how tall it was because I was a kid, but 
it had a hat, which I later learned on is the Hat Man, which is a documented, not documented, it's an entity that a lot of people have seen specifically, and they believe it has, like, shared characteristics, like, people get a negative energy from it. Wow. It looks generally the same to everyone who's seen it. Usually everyone's, like, scared. For some people, it occurs during a stressful situation or a time where they were neglected. Like, it's interesting. You can actually, like, people have different experiences with it. But, right. yeah. And I saw that for, like, every day for, like, two weeks. And then I drew my parents a picture of what I was seeing, and they closed the door. Whoa. Yeah. That seems... I've never had an experience like that. Nothing that was like visual, mm-hmm. but it is interesting because you can't. It's it's so intangible mm-hmm. that it's easy to just write it off as you know a hallucination or something. All right. But the thing that does lend it some credibility is that a lot of people describe the same thing. Yeah. So. That is interesting. But, I mean, I don't know. Is it like a different plane? Or is it like... Well, people think different things about it, you know? You know what I think it is? What? I don't know about that situation, but when people talk about, like, like the paranormal where they're, like, running up the stairs or closing doors or mm-hmm. shutting on... Like, I think it's... I think... Because we think of time as, like, a linear thing. Mm-hmm. I think time runs like everything runs concurrently at the same time Mm -hmm. but we don't perceive it Mm -hmm. so like every like take this house for example everything i think everything that's happened in this house Mm -hmm. is happening in real time but we're only able to perceive it in one direction all right so like everything every moment every interaction is happening Right now, in the moment, but we only see it in one direction. And so, some things are so powerful that they can bleed into, like, intense, that they can bleed into this iteration. I don't know. I would agree with that. And some I think it's something like that. Experiences. Why would it, why, because people make fun of the ideas, like, why would they turn on the lights? Why would they turn off the, it's stuff that you do all the time. That's true. How many times have the lights been switched off in a house? A million times. So it's just something, I don't know. I think that might be what it is. I think for some ca- like cases it is. Because there's definitely like a lot of cases where when people are talking about it, they're like, it's like, oh, yeah, they look like they didn't see me. Like they were not looking at me. They were doing right. what they were doing, and I was just like looking. Right. So I think in those cases, I would say, yeah. Or some cases that like historical societies, people have seen things. And... It's someone doing what they would have been doing like a hundred years ago. Correct. So like I don't think that person like that. That's just probably not even like it's just a residual like you know residual thing. Residual, yeah. Yeah. I, have you heard that thing where like big moments in history are like exclamate like like nine eleven is like a very powerful moment in history, and so that's something in like multiple timelines that always happens. I think I have heard that. Yeah. I've heard that before. And I don't, it's odd to think that, that those big moments have always happened in every, like, timeline. Like, Jesus was always crucified. There was always 9-11. Uh, the Holocaust always happens. Stuff like that. That is odd to think about. 
and why would that happen? Like, what? Maybe it's just turning points in history that need to happen. I mean, maybe so. Well, I, mean, I mean, I don't think they happen the exact same way, but like something similar happens. The events, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Those are big ones. They say the oil in a Pearl Harbor is still like flowing up. Oh, really? Yeah. There's still like ships leaking oil. Oh, wow. Just floating. Yeah. That's uh. But the paranormal thing is interesting. Mm-hmm. It is the taboo thing too. Yeah. It's like something that's so people don't like to hear you talk about it. They but don't. The thing Dave Chappelle has said. To call someone crazy is dismissive. Mm-hmm. You know? But at some point, I mean, when you're Kanye, maybe well, you should be dismissed. Yeah. But, uh, you shouldn't discount, especially those things like you were talking about where it's the, everyone has similar accounts. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Why would, ev- like, multiple people who do not know each other have the same experience? Well, then it's weird, too, because with certain things, some people are seeing it when they're asleep, right? Some people are seeing it in sleep paralysis. Okay. And then some people are seeing that same thing when they're awake, which also makes you wonder about, like, I don't know. like what they, Now, that's, like, a really crazy, like, deep conspiracy. Like, what is real? Like, what are delusions and what's real? Because I also was looking at a Reddit thread where someone said... Has anyone had, like, a partner with, like, bipolar or, um, like, psychosis who they were in, like, a manic state and they were seeing delusions, but you saw it, too? Or you, like, like something along those lines. Or you, like, astral projected and you saw what they were describing in the environment. And, like, several people have said, like, yeah, like, like, there was something more to that because I saw exactly what they were seeing. Huh. Someone even said... Like, this is wild. I don't know what was going on with this. But someone, um, she had, like, psychosis. And she was, like, watching the TV. And for a minute, like, the newscaster, like, was directly speaking to her. And then the... I don't know about I'm that. I'm just saying. I remember when Obama got elected. I thought he was staring at me during his Well, how old were speech. you? What was it, 2008? Uh, I was probably, like, in sixth grade. This was, like, an adult. And the two people who were there with her, who were, like, neurotypically, they didn't have any mental illness, they, like, kind of paused, and they were like, oh. Like, they were like, just look, like, uh, they didn't acknowledge it because they didn't want her to think that that was, like, a thing that happened. But, like, they were just like, okay. How did they know they were speaking directly to her? Because, like, it said her name. Like, it was, like, it was speaking to her. It said her name. Like the news anchor. The news anchor. It was really strange. There's like you can like look on Reddit. There's so many strange things on Reddit. I don't. You should do just an episode of like going on subreddits. I would, but I don't know even the first where to start. There are some crazy experiences. We That's could, something I don't get about you. Is how you can just go on Reddit and just because I'm in subreddits and sometimes like you find gold. Like there's is and if you just keep reading and you search through tags like you can find just like all types of experiences people have had it just doesn't i'm more of a visual person i Mm -hmm. think or like an audio you know i want to hear something or see something or Mm -hmm. both just reading is not if the story is interesting enough that's enough for me yeah 
I don't find people write well enough on Reddit for me. I don't, you know, it's not my thing. Mm. But it was, if you pull up some stories, I'd be willing to do it. Well, we would probably want to start a different episode because, well, we're at our, we're, we're, we're still at the first hour, but we're at one hour and 27 minutes. Like, if you want to go on, like, Reddit stories, like, there's some stories. Yeah, we should do that. That'd be good. Well, it's been a good time. It has been a good time. It's been a long conversation. Mm-hmm. Can I self-promo? Yeah, sure. Okay, you can follow me on Insta at roses.underscore four days. Okay. Uh, so for the two of you on there, which is probably just my mom. Yes. Go ahead. Check her out. Your mom follows me, but yeah. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyone else who finds it. Okay. Goodbye.